Hi, Rashad. <laughs> so sorry for um uh for that. Yo, Mercury retrograde is real. <laughs> it's all good. What happened? It's just, I mean, I don't know if Koreans believe in astrology, but like I do. Oh, you do? Yes. Koreans don't, but I'm basically American. So I'm <laughs> what's your sign? I'm gonna ask you this. Glad to tell you my sign is I'm a Capricorn. Okay. I'm a full-blown Capricorn. And usually when all the fellas and the ladies hear that, it's either they're excited or they turn away like immediately. <laughs> I have some good Capricorn friends. I think I'm actually a Capricorn rising or something. Yeah, you definitely give some type of Capricorn within you, but what's your sign? I'm a Libra, but let's go. I'm I'm a Libra, but Capricorn rising. I'm checking my pattern right now. I always forget about this. Oh, you're on pattern. Yes. I believe the pattern. You believe the pattern. Are you on CoStar too? I am on CoStar. Ooh, we love. I'm only on CoStar. I hear that pattern is like precise. And like, it's just, at first when pattern came out, people were just like, it's too real. It's too yeah. spot on. And people were like, That's scary. Yeah. What's your pattern chart looking like? I'm checking my co-star now, but I'm, my moon is in Taurus and I'm Capricorn rising. So I'm like a very stubborn person. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I'm also stubborn too, but like I'm a double cap. I'm a cap cap satch. Oh, there's my cap. Have kept sad sounds like. <laughs> yeah, we've we've we a have lot. <laughs> we have some issues. We have some issues. We always sounds want things fun, to go. Though. It is fun. I mean, if you hang out with a cap, we're like down. We're down for whatever. Yeah. Um. It's not nothing. I don't see any wrongdoings with the Capricorn, but with the Libra, I don't see any wrongdoings with the Libra either. Yeah, I think it's the people who are like who like to be grounded and stable who can't really like understand our lifestyles. No, because no. we're like we gotta go. Like if we gotta go, we gotta like go now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like if I'm gonna do it, I would have to do it like now. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, I, I when I first got into astrology, before that, it was always like the. My lean in was Mercury retrograde. Like that was just like an easy in to like astrology. I mean, I believed in aliens before. So like that was yeah. that was the groundwork. But then yeah. after astrology, I guess like where do we go from here? I guess cults. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> or like some crazy religion. Some crazy religion. That's true. Yeah. There's some like new ones like that. Like, you know, people don't really know about what it's like on Twitter. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Every day there's someone's making yeah. up a new religion on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So what do Koreans believe in? Like, besides, like, religion, like... Oh, like lately, a, Koreans yeah. are huge about MBTIs. What's that? So, literally, like, you meet a new person here, they'll be like, oh, what's your MBTI? 
And I was like, my what? <laughs> like, what did you just say? Sounds English. And they're like, you don't know your MBTI? And I was like, what the fuck is MBTI? They're like a UTI. <laughs> And yeah, they're like, basically. they're like, um, it's like, um, so basically you take this test that's like for 30 minutes and it's a 16 personality test. So they're like, these crazy people did like personality research and categorize people into 16 big categories. So it's like, there are four letters And it's like E or I, the first one is always E or I. So you're like extroverted or introverted. And the second one is S or T, S or N. So it's like my MBTI is ENFP. And that means extroverted. Um, damn, I always get this confused. Extroverted. N is like. It's like sense. I don't know. And it's something. And then there's F and T that's like feelings. Mm. And T is like something. <laughs> I'm like forgetting all the words. It's like either really emotional or practical. Mm. And there's P and J, which is the last words. So is you're either very um judgmental. I might get all I might be getting all of this wrong, but it's Are like you a my it's yeah. does it does it match up? Do you believe it? Totally does. It's science. It's called Briggs Myers test. Oh yeah, yeah. We have one, I mean, Yeah. in the States for sure. Yeah. And it's like so they have all of these in 16. Okay, I got it. So Intuitive. N is intuitive. F is feeling. S is observant. And I'll just send you a link to this. Maybe you Oh, should take it and I should. see because it it kind of tells you like what kind of like work personality you are and like what kind of like what kind of person you are in relationships. <clears throat> But it's also like <laughs> sorry, it's like. it's percentage so it's not like black and white like it's it's like 60 percent i'm like 100 percent feelings so i'm a very emotional person but my boyfriend is like 100 percent t so he's like a robot basically Oh, not like giving the tea. yeah he's like not into tea <laughs> at all <laughs> As I'm drinking tea. Very MBTIT. I'll send it to you here in this Zoom chat. I definitely got to take that. It's actually a lot of fun because if you take it like sober and if you take it like drunk, you might get different personality. That makes <laughs> sense. That makes sense. yeah. I get a totally opposite one when I'm like drunk and I'm like, whoa, maybe this is real me. Well, they always But say really. that when you're drunk, it's the real you. Yeah, it's like you're 100% honest. Oh, man, I I stopped drinking for quite some time. And if I continue <laughs> drinking, I wonder, like, how real would I be? You know? real. It would be maybe too real for the world. <laughs>
You know? I, I, I'm already as real as real can get, but like yes. drunk me, too real, too real. <laughs> I think one of the, one of the things that I'm not proud of a long time ago, I mean, when I was like, when I used to drink heavily, like, like the drunk calls, I, that was me. <laughs> But like the good, it was you know, there's like a good drunk calls. Like you know, I never say this, but I appreciate you like that kind of drunk call. And they're like, listen, I've been wanting to say this for like past three years. I fucking hate you, kind of drunk calls. Like which one was it? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say the hate you one. I'd be like, I'm mean, gonna <laughs> tell you this for three years. Like I love you. Blah, blah, I'm outside your window. <laughs> My God, no. But, and you look at it tomorrow like why did i call this person <laughs> yeah like all these like all my good friends names and then it's like rashad still leaves voicemails yeah and I've, i have some <laughs> missed calls too they're like is he okay like, <laughs> who did this <laughs> the personality tests yeah i definitely have to try them out i remember like when i used to do therapy um, my therapist would tell me to do that and I'm like I can't believe I have to keep doing tests yeah well I feel like it's also this might be like an air sign thing but I feel like I have way too many personalities to be categorized into one that you makes know? sense like we put on some masks to be out there like definitely I this is definitely a Libra thing because Libras like love dressing up right like we love the dress ups and we love playing like roles <laughs> we're like today i'm gonna be the crazy bitch oh really like, next, yeah like next day i'm like okay today i gotta work so i'm like gonna be the boss bitch and the next oh, day i'm shit. like no i'm definitely like the sappy girl today <laughs> oh like, wow that's what, makes, that's what makes my life fun for me like i get bored so easily but like when I was younger, I didn't know that. So I would kind of like search for that in other people, you know, like in relationships and in friendships. So I would just like start drama for no reason because I was bored. Damn. That's when I was like, really young. It was toxic. So I think eventually I found out I was like, yeah, maybe I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yeah I'm definitely the problem and I kind of like learned how to deal with that with myself and then I was just like maybe I'll just you know I I need to stop playing other people and like play myself <laughs> damn yeah it oh changed my, my life what so that's good that you realized that yeah it was after a lot of toxic relationships oh really yeah I know. I have gone through so many toxic yes. behaviors of my own self. The others, yeah. no, they were they were wonderful. It was always me. Yeah, exactly. It's always us. It's always <laughs> us. But we, we see it. Us. We always see it's it. The cap -cap <laughs> it's the cap cap sag. It's the cap cap sag. It's the cap cap. It's such a perfect, like perfect perfect rhyme. Like cap cap sag sounds like such a character it sounds like a character it, it really is i it, it really is and and 
as of late, I've been traveling a lot. Um, I've been traveling a lot solo, and I think it's just like my personality. And mm-hmm. it's so funny because like for quite some time, I've been, I've been trying to. This is totally a Capricorn trait too. I've been trying to not be what like a Capricorn is. Mm-hmm. And that's what like that trade is, you know, you're trying to like not be what yeah. like it lists like yeah. all these different things that right. we are. But yeah, I'm like a solo traveler. I don't like birthdays. Oh, yes. It's nothing special about it. No, no, no. But I, I, it is fun, though. Astrology fun. is fun. Astrology is fun and like being kind of crazy, you know, being being crazy is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine being stable. I'm so bored. <laughs> Rashad and this is Wear Many Hats presented by Disarm. You can check out all the episodes of the Wear Many Hats podcast on all platforms and at wearmanyhats.com. WH and Disar is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you. May Kim is a digital creator, illustrator, 3D designer, art director. You could just call her an artist, but she's much more than that. May is the director of the creative collective Object Mode, where she art directs along with 3D artists on the team for clients such as W Korea, Omega, Rolex, and many more. I first met May in Seoul when I traveled outside of the States to get the word out about the Wear May Hats podcast, but didn't know I'd get to see May's works at the Sinsa house to see the rabbit universe. Glad we became friends, but wish I stayed longer because May was going to all these sick events for Fendi or Givenchy, <laughs> seeing favorites perform such as Romy from the XX, but I can't keep up with the celebrity sightings every week. God, I miss Seoul. Gucci May, no, this is Goody May. No, this is the real deal mm-hmm. season. Please welcome May Kim to wear many hats. Hello, everyone. This is May. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. So who are you saying? Uh, who are you saying this week, or what event are you going to next? Because like I feel like every day you're what you just met like um. Jaden Smith. Yeah, J- <laughs> that was random. Yeah, there is a lot happening in my city right now. I'm surprised to see these people every day. Like no one, I'm sure no one expected to see Jaden Smith and his mom at this Louis Vuitton event. Wait, like, you saw the you saw the toxic uh, red table talk, mom? Oh in my person? god! <laughs> yes, we were like, oh, is she here alone? And because we, we saw her first because, you know, she's kind of a big presence. Right. And then Jaden came and we're like, is the whole family here? 
Because, you know, I thought she would pull up with Willow Smith, but she pulled up with Jaden. So I was like. She's like, not the emo kid. Yeah, she's like, sorry, guys, you don't get the drama today. You don't. And um, there will be no slapping. In, um... <laughs> no. We had so much fun, though. Like, I was so shocked to see all these, like, celebrities just chilling out on a bridge in Korea. Like, it was a crazy event for me because they never had a big... I don't think in a while, like in Korea, like a big fashion event like that, where like the Squid Game director directed the whole stage. And obviously, Hoyeon from Squid Game, she was like the opener for the show. Beautiful. And the soundtrack was amazing because it was done with this like very old Korean rock band called Sanulim. And it was like, no one expected any of that. So I feel like it was kind of like the Squid Game director's mindset. That's just my, that was, it's just my perspective. But so, so much fun. So just be pulling out the all the stops. I know, like, I don't know how that happened. Like, I always have this conversation with people visiting from outside of Seoul. I'm like, why do you guys think Korea is like in such spotlight right now? And everyone's like, it's so new. And like, it's nothing new to me, you know, because I'm Korean. So I'm just always thinking about what happened. I know. <laughs> it's like, what happened? <laughs> I had that conversation while I was in Seoul with, with a new friend that I met through the podcast for some random reason. It was, it was, super cool and he like the second time we hung out he even asked me the same thing he's like why are everyone why is everyone coming to Seoul like what's yeah. what's like is it is it k-pop because like he's like I don't think it's k-pop and I'm just like I have no idea but Seoul has always been on my list since like for like a really long time to go visit um but now Every time I come back or I talk to people, they're like, "Yeah, I always want to go to Seoul." Yada yada. I'm like, "No, you don't. You that you never <laughs> thought that. You never thought that. Like, what's yeah. up? Yeah, it's like maybe Tokyo is like everyone want, wanted to go to Tokyo. Like when I, I lived in America, like you know, I lived in the time where I was like, "Oh, you're from China," you know, like China was the biggest Asian country my whole life. So I was like, no, there's this tiny country called Korea. <laughs> like, that was literally my, like, childhood. I was like, do you guys know Korea? Like, we have South and North. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, we know North Korea. Are you from North Korea? I'm like, oh, you can't really, like, travel outside of North Korea. But, you know, my last name is Kim. Mm -hmm. And me being crazy back then, too, I was like, yeah, I'm kind of related to Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Like, like really seriously and like all the people in my my middle school are like oh shit she's related to that that noob dude <laughs> like no one fucked with me from my whole middle school they're like don't like she's don't <laughs> yo that's amazing yeah it's a kind of a good last name to have well it doesn't work anymore because you know people know Korea too well but in my time, I was like, 
the scary girl. That's amazing yeah. to hear. Like you basically fended off your all your bullies like growing up. Yeah. Because like it was like a backlash racism. It's so good. Yeah, I was like, oh, you don't know you don't know Korea? Well, I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, I'm just saying, like, I know where you live. Like, be careful. Damn. <laughs> like, this girl is creepy, man. That's so sick. That's actually yeah, I was like, yeah. so smart. Yeah, that was like me, my my starting of my toxic childhood. <laughs> do you um where did you grow up in the States? I grew up in San Jose, California. So a lot of uh, Silicon Valley people. Right. Um, a lot of Cupertino. You like, got Apple. Apple campus things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Everyone no. had their dads like going to Apple for work, basically. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like a very tech savvy school that I went to. Did you? I think that. What did you? What did you think? No, I think that probably affected like why I got into so much like digital stuff in the beginning. Because all the brain waves, all the fucking techie shit. Yeah, I mean, when I, even the city that I grew up in, in Korea is, it's I didn't grow up in Seoul at all. I grew up in this city called Daejeon, which is like the Silicon Valley of Korea. So literally we went to like science museums for field trips. Like we didn't have amusement parks, like we went to science museums. No way. And my dad worked in computer engineering all his life. So I just had like computers and stuff like cables and just circuit boards like laying around at, in home all day oh shit so like, while like when i was little i would just literally like weld things damn like with like, this crazy goggles and like yeah that oh, was my wow. child you're you sound like the girl from cowboy bebop i didn't watch that i should should i am i missing out well, she's like lesbian, but like she's like cooking up <laughs> like a bunch of shit. Um, Perfect. Yeah, dude. If your dad had social media back then, he'd be a legend. He really, honestly, he would be because he kind of invented a lot of things. But he's very low key, which I'm glad he is. Yeah. He's. I definitely get all my crazy traits from my dad. He's like totally an artist, but. Obviously, his parents didn't let him go to art school because he's what he was. A, he's a guy, you know. And in mm -hmm. Korea, they're like, "You gotta to be a teacher. Or you gotta be a doctor." And he was like, "I don't do any of that, but maybe I'll do like science because it's like closest to the arts." Right. He's a very creative person, and I think I got all of that in my genes. Little did we know he started AI. <laughs> Maybe. And and all this talk about yes, AI he's right actually now. the depot. It's him, the Godfather. <laughs> yes, but yeah, I know he. Where you live. <laughs> I know where. You... <laughs> I know where you live. I know your social security. <laughs> That's so. 
funny that you said that like he couldn't go to art school because yeah you went to art school you went to Micah right like I had Alum Greg Good Gozitz on the show I feel like when people go to art school they don't realize they become famous after <laughs> oh my god I feel like that's not true <laughs> It it isn't. I just feel like artists are the new celebs slash like influencers. Well, I have a lot to say about that, but Go maybe off. we'll save it for later. <laughs> Damn. no, it's it's just a lot. There's a lot. I don't know. Like, it's kind of confusing how I became a person that I am today because it's changed a lot since I moved out here to Korea. Like when I lived in America, I thought I would just be working nine to five my whole life, like as a graphic designer, because like that's so like that was considered a normal thing to do, like after college. And I first went to art school for painting, like for fine arts. And I did my first year and I was like, wow, like I actually can't do this unless I'm mega rich. <laughs> Because, you know, I didn't realize the paints were so expensive and, you know, like you need a studio space and you need a big space. You have to like know all the right people, you know, in the higher art, art scene and who will Right. right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I thought they like, you know, like young me thought like all these successful people like must have studied like business or something, No. you know, like they know the secrets of being successful. Like they learned that in like Yale business schools, like that's like kind of what I thought. And then I like, I think I started watching all these like, you know, on YouTube, they have like history of this person. Like their whole life explained in five minutes. Like I was like watching those. And like people just started as like interns, like me. And I was like, does that mean I can be famous too? Like, Mm -hmm. Oh my god. you know, like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God, can I be like Virgil Abloh? Like, can be lead Louis Vuitton Mm-hmm. one day. And then I came to Korea. Like, I worked in fashion magazines before. in New York and I started working in a fashion magazine in Korea like I'm not gonna say what it is but it was so different and it was like not the vibe that I thought it would be because it was like a lot of old men and I was just like people don't really care about it well I felt like they didn't really care about the essence of 
fashion and it was more of like a business mm. you know it was more like for the money and not for the arts or the culture so I think I like was very confused when I first came to Korea I was like I didn't really understand the whole like national like the social dynamics of the country like this is it, it's gonna be kind of a long explanation but to be short like Korea I feel like still it took a while for the country to get to this financially and socially stable state that it is in right now like we went through so many wars you know and like there was colonialism so like my parents generation we were all they were all about being stable like we have to have like nine to five jobs right. like they did not have time for the culture or like entertainment so they're like who spends money on entertainment you know that's like what my parents think so when they're like you're gonna do art like you know I mean I'm sure all Asian parents is, would say this in their generation we're like how are you gonna make money right you know like how are you gonna make money with art but like we knew we had an idea of how we were gonna make money because we knew people would spend money on entertainment because we had YouTube and like Instagram but my mom was like how the hell are you going to make money with that? <laughs> like looking at stuff that I made in college, I was like, I mean, it looks nice, but like, who's going to pay for that? Right. And I was like, mom, I was like, mom, Google, like <laughs> Facebook. Do you know Facebook? Like she still doesn't have Facebook. So no, that's good for her. Cause she'd probably get roped into conspiracy theories. Yeah. And my, my parents actually still have no idea how I make money. And it's like, I can't explain to them all this like branded contents things. She's like, you post like selfies and get paid. And I'm like, yeah, mom. Damn. <laughs> like, like, I don't know how to explain to her like this whole influencer business. It's, I mean, I'm sure it's hard to explain for every anyone really. It's. Because it's so in the moment, you know, it's so happening like right now. I, I just think that yeah. it's like very, it is hard to explain, but it, it's, you know, how that Korean magazine that you worked for, it's like the same thing. It just like translates as like business, like it's like a business, you know, and like the whole influencer realm is like based on like business and advertising. So like that kind yeah. of like makes sense. But with with art, sometimes I like to ask people if we didn't have Instagram or social media, right. would we what would we be doing? You know, like Yeah. I think I'm, about that a lot. Yeah, right. Probably like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like I wouldn't know you probably. <laughs> no, I don't think you would have. I don't think you. No, I don't think I don't think you would know me for sure, because I would have to just like run into people on the street. 
because that's like how I meet a right. lot of my friends. But yeah, yeah. um, no, because like a bunch of my clients in the f- past few years have just like I've I've met them all through social media. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, met I mean, on social I, media. Actually, no. Wait, that's a lie. Only some. That's a gigantic lie, actually. like actually just a few the latter few actually because actually all my main clients I've actually met outside I because I used to work in service that's how I met Greg actually I met Greg when I used to work at a coffee shop yeah so no way yeah 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 Yeah, so like if I was still in I think about this all the time that like if I was still in coffee the amount of I don't think today I would make more clients if I still worked in like service because I have seen the other way around where like I'm the customer and like I meet all these like baristas or whatever and like or people in the service industry and I don't want to say like their desperation for like other work shows but like it's they sweat they're like sweating and it's just like you can see through it whereas like back then like me I was just I was just chilling it just like I was just all through conversation and like the my hobbies but like today it's different because I mean we're like way past like a hustle culture now and everyone's just like trying to make a buck so it's like Mm -hmm. different now but (laughs) I I just think it's I just think it's it like now today i i'm the guy that just like goes to like a bunch of different coffee shops a day just to like get a different like type of like drink and then Mm -hmm. and then i would just like loiter at like retail shops yeah just to pass the time or just to get out of the house after like doing like five straight hours of work yeah so how did you how did you start this podcast thing? Like why what made you think like oh I'm going to invest so much time into doing this podcast? That's a great question. I actually started the podcast at the the Canal Street Market at the coffee shop where I first oh, had I like that, I that place. You, you've been, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that that place was like a heaven for some odd reason. And like, yeah, Greg was one of the first. Greg and Christian from Commercial Type were one of the first. Oh yeah, because their office is like right around the corner from there. Right, right. And I don't know. It was so. It was like the podcast was actually in a podcast studio, and then oh, but this was like yeah, this was like before Zoom, and then when like lockdown hit like everyone was using zoom and so it was just like easy to like have people on the show but i mean what maybe i've always wanted to start a podcast of like i mean it took a lot of different stages to be honest with you like the name finding the name to like starting the podcast like this project has it's been years in the making to be honest with you it's crazy yeah I mean, I'm a huge, I'm a huge radio fan. No way. Like I make the rules, but 
I get the biggest influences from music and things that don't have visuals, like words to be more precise. But I don't, like, if I'm not listening to music, I'm always listening to podcasts or radio, like music radio. So I'm always like curious of how people start into it because you have to invest so much time in it to edit these conversations. And like, I feel like it might be, it would be exhausting to be talking to all these people all the time. Oh, yeah. I I feel like a crackhead half the time when I talk to all these people. <laughs> yeah, because you, I mean, you get a lot of energy from these people, but also you give so much energy to the people that you're talking to. <laughs> I I do, but at the same time, I think it's, I mean, I feel like it's, I don't know. I'm I'm not like any like radio personality by any means, but I also grew up on radio too, but I could see you as like a oh. radio personality. I love radios. Could you also be a musician? Like, have you ever dabbed into music? No, I never want to make music. <laughs> like my, all, I have so many musician friends because we have a lot in common and I'm like very, I'm like very into music. Right. But I, I, ne I never thought that like I want to make it. I don't know why. It just doesn't feel like my skill set. I feel like if I if I want to like make if if an idea came to me, I'd be like, oh, this would look cool with this person's music. Like that's just how my head works, but not not like, oh, this would sound good in this song. Like I feel like that's just not how my brain works. What about DJing? Because I feel like everyone in Korea is a DJ, to be honest with you. Right. Sometimes. There's too many DJs and my this is like off the record but my boyfriend is a DJ and he's like in this oldest DJ crew of Korea, right? Uh -huh. So they're like they're like OG crew, like they've been around for years. No way. And he always he's a turntablist, so you know like he's like not about the the new DJs. <laughs> these days this tiktok djs yeah but um that's cool that off the record anyway. <laughs> yeah that's cool that like in your universe your boyfriend's a dj but like i think i remember your you telling me that your brother also runs a shop my brother do wait do you, you have a brother right yeah he doesn't he doesn't run a shop but I thought he like, like ran brother. like a like an artist shop or something like a like a magazine store or something. No, my brother's <laughs> in finance. <laughs> Wait, what? I thought you said my I thought I because like you mentioned to me like about this like zine magazine spot or whatever, or bookstore, or like what was it? What was it called? Do you remember? Maybe I meant like oh he's like my brother. <laughs> wait or maybe it was no it's definitely not your it, it's in it's in this shop i have i have it right here i'm sending my it. brother's in blockchain industry you're kidding <laughs> you're kidding i'm not wait he's in, he works at 
you, my brother works at the biggest blockchain investment company you're yo because korea right now is just like going off with uh the whole like crypto yes they still believe in it heavy they do do are there do are a you, lot of people are you in it no i okay. lost so much money in well, I gained I gained a lot of money and then I lost a lot of money. And I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but it's like honestly, I think it still works because there's still a lot of people involved in it. Mm -hmm. I don't think it will fail because there are already too many people in in it. And but it won't be bigger, I feel like, because it will just be the same circle of people who are in it, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Uh, dude, I follow it closely of, like, all the scams Yeah. in, in America. I got it's out. Crazy. I got out. Me too. It was honestly fun while it lasted, but kind of too much for me. <laughs> It was too much. I mean, I got lucky when I got out, which is which is a good thing because I lost yeah, so much money and gained so much money at the same time. Exactly. It's so crazy. But imagine how like happy I was to find out about this digital cryptocurrency. Like I'm a I make digital art. So I was like, yes, finally, like nfts are gonna be a thing i mean this was like a couple of years ago i was like wow finally happening like my time is coming and then i was like wait a minute this isn't actually for the artists like they made it look like it was for the artists but it was all just finance bros like your brother like the pharma, like the pharma bros you remember the pharma I remember the Pharma Bros. <laughs> their documentaries are great too. I love their documentaries. So good. Makes me feel so much better about myself. Me too. <laughs> Some days when I'm like, I want to kill myself. Exactly. I look at them, I'm like, well, you know, I would, I think I'm good where I am right now. <laughs> I, I think my life is pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I love that you mentioned like about NFTs. You know, when every time I see like the Bitcoin logo and it's like like spinning, it's always like for some odd reason spinning. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is May. She's making this <laughs> spin. That's crazy. Well, I actually get so much. I still get offers for NFT projects here in Korea, and I think just overall in Asia, it's still a big thing. And, you know, like a lot of money, a lot of cryptocurrency in China and India. But I always tell them, it's like, if you're going to pay me, like, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if I want to say this publicly, but just so, for you, it's like, if you're going to pay me flat, I'll do it. <laughs> like, I don't want to get paid in coin. <laughs> oh, I mean, I people tell me that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I don't want any risks anymore. I don't want I don't live that risky life anymore. Feel me? I'm in my 30s. <laughs> You're like, we're in our 30s though. Like you can't fool me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I would have done it if I were like 29, but I'm 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, you can't fool me now. You yeah, my life has changed. I have a cat to feed. <laughs> <laughs> it 
speaking of like wild ass art you know i was scrolling through your gram and i'm already jealous because i wanted those gentle monster margella shades don't tell me you got a free don't tell me you got a free pair you got a free pair i won't tell you damn what <laughs> i used to work at gentle monster no shit yeah, I worked there for a year before. That was my last job, actually, before I went freelance. Um, it like, was amazing working there. I I would have stayed there longer, but I just had, like I, I told you in the beginning of our conversation, I was like, I have, if I want to do something, I have to do it, like, at the moment. Right. At the moment, I really wanted to do, like, some creative 3D artwork. But when I was in Gentle Monster, like we didn't really have a separate 3D team. Mm -hmm. They do now, but no one was doing 3D graphics at that time. So people were like a little suspicious of it in, in the beginning, like for all new. That's like, you know, it's totally understandable. Right. But I was like, guys, like we have to do this. And they're like, OK, well, we need like five more people to confirm this. And I was just like not patient enough to just get all those confirmations. And you know, when you're in a big company, you always have to convince people that your idea is like gonna make it. And I feel like I just got tired of like having to convince people that it's gonna work when I know it's gonna work. That's insane. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go solo. Because I listened to Frank Ocean album too much. Solo. <laughs> oh. I was like, I gotta go. Well, well yeah, because I went to the Gentle Monster store for the first time and it was in Seoul. And I could totally which see. One your... I don't know. I can't remember which one, but what, like I can totally see. Well, they're they're like they're art pieces are crazy in there like i can see like some 3d work of yours totally in there for sure but yeah. that's bizarre that you worked there before yeah we we are definitely on the same wavelength and when i was there i was in a project team which was like in charge of all the collaborations with other brands mm -hmm. which was like the best job to be honest because i got to work with like all, like not just Gentle Monster, but all these other brands that were involved in the collaborations. But the crazy thing about Gentle Monster is that everything they make is like, not everything, but like 90% of the things are made in-house. So inside the company, they have like this huge like warehouse things that kind of looks like Andy Warhol company. So like you have all these sculptors and like robot like lab people working together on those like gigantic sculptures that you probably saw, you Insane. know, like they move, it's kinetic and it's actually really hard to make things move for a long time, you know? Oh, <laughs> it's I like, bet. It's crazy to see them work together because like they'll say one thing like, oh, can this move in like 10 different ways? And they're like, oh yeah, bet. And I'm like, what did you just say? Like, how do they just know what they just said? They're like, you mean like this, 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 this in their programming language? And I'm like, yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Know, crazy. And they have, I think they just invested in 
they just bought this other like lab that works in robotics and now they have this huge company basically just working for their store installations You know how in the States, all the galleries, like in, in Chelsea, like the blue chip galleries is like basically a front that everyone like talks about. I feel Yeah. like in, well, I don't, I don't really believe this, but like sometimes all of the stores in Korea is like, they have their one thing that they like push like i went to one one of my favorite spots there was like this matcha shop and i'm i'm trying to remember what the name was but it was it's it's like matcha something and it they had like a robotic arm that was like whisking the matcha and i was like And I also went to a new friend's like record store called um Dive. And he made this like robotic, like vinyl Uh huh. The turntable, yeah. turntables. And I Yes. was just like, I was like, yo, wait a second. The 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 trend that I've been seeing, like that's like constant, is like everyone has this like one thing that like it's it's like either they're selling. records or like they're selling matches like something so similar or like Yeah. they're selling sunglasses but it's like Yeah. behind the scenes they're actually like making something bigger and like Yeah. wilder that's like obviously breaking like bringing in like the big bucks and like Yeah. they do collaborations like like with gigantic like tech companies or car companies even Right. They're like sharing each other's ideas and like all the blueprints to like the next level of society. It's like they're just like, it's so crazy. Yeah, because all right, no shade the gentle monster, but those sunglasses. Yeah, they're sunglasses. I'll take a free pair of the Margiela sunglasses, but like all the other ones, I tried them on. And I was like, yo, this is like, I thought like I was going to buy a pair to be honest with you, but they're like, not, not my, like not my thing. But then I go to the Anderson Bell store, another Korean favorite, like rockin' Anderson Bell. Dude, that's also like another gigantic store with like, The space designs are the space design thing is kind of getting out of hand too. But what you said about the companies and just small businesses doing like more than their like main thing, you know, like it's just not if they're only doing one thing, I feel like if they're just selling matcha, it's just gonna be like not what they are happy with I guess like I feel like also in Korea people are so fast with the technology stuff and it's actually like I think compared to other countries it's cheaper to get the new like you know the new technology things it's easier to kind of like play around with it and see where you can you're headed with it so I think people Once they have money, they invest into technology because that's how our country like developed fast.
like with Samsung, you know, like Oh yeah, I forgot Korea. about Samsung. Yeah, people keep forgetting about Samsung, but that's how Korea rose up. <laughs> Korea rose up with Samsung and half of Korea is owned by Samsung. I know, I heard. I mean, when I was there, Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And Hyundai, like people forgot about Hyundai, but No, that's the thing. Hyundai was like Hyundai's the the <laughs> bad boys behind like the some yeah, of like the tech. Yeah, they run for sure. they run this country, man, and people forget about them. And you see like these new brands or like these new new like companies doing cool things, and they're behind everything. Even like the coolest art things that they're doing in Korea, like you see all the sponsors and sponsors always Hyundai and they have, you know, the music libraries, they have this. Have you been, you went to Hanamdong, right? With the Hyundai music library, with the vinyl factory. No, that sounds amazing, though. I, I only Uh, went you to the probably library. passed, you probably passed by it because it's like this big like music library that the, one of the Hyundai, well, the big Hyundai guys made, and he's, like, really into records, right? So he's really into analog music instruments. So he basically invested, like, all his money into music industry, and they made this thing called Hyundai Card Understage that's, like, in the middle of Itaewon, and they're, like, they bring the biggest celebrities there to perform, like, next next month like bruno mars is coming and like last i think a couple of years ago he brought like billy eilish and like kendrick lamar like all these people that only corporates can afford you know like small businesses can't bring them to korea no unless they like want to hang out here after the fuji rock festival you know the fizzy rock fests Because, you know, everyone, every time, like, I I know a few people from music industry, and I ask them, like, oh, why is this person, like, performing in Korea? It's so random. They're like, just coming here after the Fuji Rock Festival. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, makes sense. yeah that makes Like, perfect that's, sense like, that's the thing. I think, like, the Korean people are always struggling to, like, make Seoul a cool city so that people will, like, at least stop by it when they're in Japan. Like, that's what the young younger kids, like, my people, my generation, we always talk about this. It's like, you know, like, all the rap stars, like, they want to go to Tokyo. They want to hang out in Tokyo. But, like, they don't want to come. Like, it's different now, but until a couple of years ago, we're like, they don't come to Korea, you know? It's like, why, why don't they come hang out in Seoul? Like, why, why do you think... Korea is like not attractive enough for these people and these artists to come just like hang out like not for a performance just like hang out and we were always just like you know Tokyo I feel like just have there they have so many subcultures Right. like they have a main culture like the entertainment business and they have like a million subcultures like they have the otaku culture they got all this anime but they also have like a crazy like sex things They have good strip clubs and Korea is just like it it was kind of bleak to be honest like it was just big mainstream culture and then maybe like two subcultures Mm hmm or if there were subcultures it was like not just in the spotlight it was just too underground for people to know about it 
because like everyone is afraid about education here and when they're young they're like basically locked in schools and like not allowed to go anywhere so I think the only good thing about social media <laughs> not only good thing but one of the you know better things that social media did is ex putting exposure to these subcultures uh, like now in Korea yeah now in Korea they're like all these crazy things happening like my cat's whiskers keep showing up here but she's like hey um yeah. now now with the social media like you see all these like the crazy cool people in Korea like people making like really random shit but they're like in like a very like kind of isolated area of like a random area but like they're like on vice or like id because like people found them somehow i'm like how do they how do they find this person yeah what you said about social media is so true because if someone were to like look at your instagram they'd be like oh yeah where is this like i want to go to this because all yeah. the work all the work that you're putting out is absolute heat thank you I mean, yo, I mean, the the Rolex one was really funny. That one was the one I resonated the most only because of the fact that I was like Rolex shopping all of last year. And I was like, yeah. damn. Maybe it's a sign. You know, like I also made this like a weird thing for myself that, you know, you said that the hustle culture is over, but in Korea is still very much hustle culture. I think it's because, like, it's in that, you know, that time, it's in that era. I feel like Korea is, like, finally at the peak. And everyone's like, we got to work. Like, we got to work harder to keep this going. So everyone's, like, doing 10 jobs. Like, they're wearing too many hats. <laughs> and it's funny, like, like it's kind of cool to see my friends, like, doing really well and kind of like flexing and I like when I started working freelance I kind of like needed to set some goals for myself mm -hmm. to keep pushing because I like didn't really know exactly where I wanted to go with this because I just started kind of like with no goal I was just I didn't know what I was going to be or where I was going to go with this 3D thing. And, you know, I just, but I I knew I just had something inside. I was like, I have to do it because no one's done it before. So one thing like I started doing was that every time I worked with someone or something, I was like, maybe I'll like, Oh, in the beginning, like, for example, like, I would make something for Chanel, like, a, for a ring, like, for the Coco Crush ring, I would make an advertisement, but I was kind of sad that I could never afford it. Because mm -hmm. like, I'm making something, I'm making an ad for something that I can never get. Like, that was kind of the mindset that I, that I had. And I was like, maybe I'll just set that as my next goal, like, to save money to get the thing that I made it for. And then I ended up like making a list of things that I like wanted to get. And that actually like weirdly got me like working really hard. And 
like one by one, I like started buying the things that I made an ad for. And I was like, it's kind of like fun to make this narrative for myself because like it kind of like gives me motivation to make get like work for something that I like. Oh, definitely. Because like when I make something for a client or a brand that I actually like have passion about, I'll do better, you know, like or understand the product better at least. So like know what the charm is about the product or like what they're selling, whatever they're selling. What was So the top? I like What was the list or what was the, the top of the list? Definitely the Rolex that I that I bought. Hey, it's on my wrist now. Yo, <laughs> let's go. yeah, and, and the Chanel ring. Yeah. Damn. I know, and that kind of makes me like feel like I'm going on the right path. Like I feel like everyone just needs their own standards. Like I'm obviously not like promoting like. all these expensive goods to be your number one priority but it's just like it's different for everyone obviously but this to me is like it's some it's something that I can own forever and like give to my if I ever have children like I can give to them and like tell them my story with it like I used to like you know be broke as hell but when, you know how your mama got all this I worked <laughs> I It's worked hard. it's the new Asian <laughs> story. Asian yeah, I was like, oh, immigrant story. I'll give you my rollie. Here's my rollie, but <laughs> you have to buy it off of me. <laughs> oh. that would be my painting. That would be your painting, is that what you said? Not my parenting, but painting Oh, that would be a kind of a good concept. Like, that's art. <laughs> Well, hats off to you and everything that you do for some desire. Wear many hats. Solutions. All right. If you were to do a 3D design of a wear many hats object, what would it be? Oh, for wear many hats. I can't think of an object right now, but I always like loved a microphone. And I kind of like, when you said that, I just kind of came up with this image in my head. It was like a bust down microphone, like Yo. walking in universe, like just solo, traveling solo. Astronaut microphone, yes. I like That that. would be it. Astronaut microphone <laughs> so sick. with like endless, um, endless flash drive connected to it. <laughs> So you can save like whatever you want to the flash drive. Yeah. Dude, I would say whatever. Yeah. I could I could see that. I could see that. Also, I don't know why, but like I also scrolled down and I saw that you had like a NASA badge. Speaking of astronauts. Oh, yeah. So that was actually from the Tom Sachs exhibition. And for the people, like, first hundred people that came, I think he get, he made the the badge for everyone. You, I had to take a test for that. What do you mean? But it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, a legit test, but it's part of the exhibition. But he had all these people dressed up as, like, like NASA pe fake NASA people. 
and they like asked me questions like when's the last time you lied Mm and i was like oh do i have to be like and i had i was like do i have to be honest with this or like am i being recorded like what is going on and they were like acting too they were like good actors and they're like if you're not being honest with me like we're gonna like beat you up like put it put you in this like electric chairs -hmm. oh wow that sounds like tom sachs he's canceled right now and i know it's, right it's, it's uh i didn't it checks it out didn't really click to me yeah it didn't click to me at the moment but i was like um i lied like this morning <laughs> And I had to take all these tests, like, when's the last time you threw up? And, and, like, you know, he has this, like, 10 bullets thing that he had everyone watch, and I had to answer those questions. Wow. And then I got a badge. He shoves that down his people's throats all the time. Yeah. The 10, 10 bullets. And then, I mean, I also saw that you've also worked with, like, I mean, I don't know if you know Daniel Arsham, but, like, Yes, I you met guys, him. you guys are besties. No, we're definitely not besties, but I got a really good chance to work with him because he did a collaboration for the breast cancer awareness event that W Korea is doing. And it's kind of like, not similar, but it's kind of like the Met Gala of Korea. Like all the celebrities show up So like basically like all the celebrities show up for free and the brands that like put clothes on them pay for the advertising fee to the magazine and they donate that to the breast. Oh, hey, that's rude. Oh my God, she's such an attention seeker. We love your cat. We love cats Yeah. on the Where May Hat show. Okay, she's just okay. We're having technical issues. Oh, I love her. She's so chubby. She's like, why aren't you talking to me? No, that's crazy. So it's just like, because it's like, I, I see like a weird trifecta. It's like Daniel Arshum, Oh, Tom Sachs, yeah. and then like Virgil Abloh is like, you like, Yeah, we're you Insta weren't, friends. We were, used to be in. Well, we used to be Insta friends, but damn. um. So Daniel Arsham, he did a collaboration with them and they asked me to make a 3D, like a, so he made a sketch of the logo with the heart and everything. And they asked me to do a 3D like video of it and for the stage, cause they had like performance with new jeans and Is that your favorite? you know, UTS, new jeans. Yeah. I mean, new jeans. Who who doesn't like new jeans? Do you so you do like K-pop? I love K-pop, and I listen to it. I don't listen to it often, but I'm I'm always rooting for K-pop because I feel like K-pop is about it's like a lot. It's a lot about good energy. It's I feel like K-pop is kind of like it just like lets kids dance. I feel like it's, I still feel like K-pop's for kids, to be honest. I don't think it's like really for adults. I feel like adults should listen to like Adele more or something. But, you know, I'm glad that it's not like a sexual, like weird, like 
um i think it's healthy maybe it's not like visually because they're all like the skinny like pretty girls but um i think it's getting slightly slightly better i don't know i have mixed feelings about it actually Right. Yeah, I mean the the first time I've I listened to K-pop and like got exposed to it was at Bonchan. So course without Bonchan, there would be no K-pop for me. yeah I, mean, I grew up listening to k-pop so obviously i have so much love for it but i think it could be better like musically that's Oh it yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it <laughs> that's all if uh if you were to get a chest tattoo quote, what would it be? You know, that's actually a really hard question because how big does it have to be? Like, can it be very little in the center of the, like, like really tiny in Yeah, the center of the it could be tidy. It would probably be like, I don't know, I like thought about it. But like, I have to get one, right? <laughs> Only at this time. I don't know. I I might get something that's very cringy for the like laughs, like live, laugh, love or something. <laughs> I That that's a common one on the show. I would I would do so. I would do it for the cringe. I think. What's that in Korea? Uh, in Korean. Live, laugh, love. I don't think they have like that exact phrase. But in Korea, there is a very like cringy phrase that people use, like gangsters get it tattooed. It's 착하게 살자, which means live good, like live as a nice person. Gangsters It's basically would like, like, get that? yeah, because it's like sarcastic, Uh, oh. you know, they get it tatted on their body, like be good, basically. So maybe I'll get that You should get that. because I'll be pretty gangster. You are pretty gangster. From the moment I met you to now, <laughs> this whole conversation has been gangster. yeah, maybe it's um, I don't know. It's maybe a cap rising thing. It's cap rising. It's cap rising, <laughs> and and Libra, I think Libra it is Moon. cap rising. Honestly, Capri all the Capricorn that I have, I'm, I keep going back to this astrology thing, but I didn't realize how big that's like, it's, I think it affects me a lot, like the astrology thing. It affects everyone. I'm like, just, I'm just realizing it like at this moment. <laughs> Well, I'm having a big realizing moment. Thanks <laughs> for the, Yeah. live, uh, w live, w live, what, live, prosper, No, live I'm good, gonna change. live No, good. I I'm gonna do like love wins. Love wins. We 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 love <laughs> love on the Wear Many Hats podcast. but I'll do like L point W. <laughs> so but like if someone asks me what it means, I'll be like, oh it's short for love wins. Oh God. And the cringe <laughs> gets even cringier. and they'll be like, We love it. ooh, like the like Yeah. Like, they can't really, like, diss you because you're, like, so naive about it. It's like, Yeah. oh, it's love wins. Don't you love love? <laughs>
<laughs> Plug your socials where I can where <laughs> Plug your socials where I can people find you. Um, um I'm sorry, I'm like imagining this too deep. Um what did you say? My socials. Uh, yeah. Um I'm on Instagram. Uh-huh. You can find me at Gucci May. Uh, I used to be Gucci May because I was the biggest fan of Gucci Mane. Like I made this, I made that handle in high school and I like, I have so much love for hip hop and I have so much love for Gucci Mane and Waka Flocka Flame. But I started working with fashion brands and I realized that actually a lot of people care a lot about the name and how I didn't really I mean I had no idea that I would actually work with Gucci like it's crazy but it happened and then I worked with other fashion brands and the headquarters were like but this girl like she's Gucci Mae and I was like that matters to you <laughs> you know no, name and people actually, matters yeah name matters name matters so I changed it to be more versatile. And that's how I tell, that's what I tell people all the time. Like when people ask me for advice or like, what do you think is the most important like thing to be like a good artist these days or something like that? I'll be like, you just gotta be very flexible and very versatile. I feel like that's the key these days. That is the key. That is the key these yeah. days. And people don't stress us enough that you need a good name. That's so true. Name is so important. A name is so important. Yeah. And like, no one, you're not going to read that like in any book. I think you got to like hear from someone. So that's true. Um, true. Y'all can start from here first. Yeah. But you know, the good thing about creatives, creative people is that you can have your creative name. <laughs> you can make whatever you want and call it your your creative name <laughs> like oh I'm like snuggle and they'll be like why are you snuggle like it's my like artist name and they'll be like okay snuggle <laughs> oh that makes sense that makes sense <laughs> yeah you that know like we can get away with it we can get away with anything like well yeah I'm toilet paper oh my god <laughs> I mean that that has gotten away that has gotten away. <laughs> that that is that is real, actually. Well, thank you, May, for coming on Wear Many Hats. It was great to have you. Yeah, thank you for talking. Yeah, I feel like I just kind of said whatever, and I don't know if that was like helpful to anyone, but um, you know, like I think the best thing about podcasts is that you get to hear whatever other people are thinking from where you can't like meet them so oh, yeah. what if anyone is like listening to this and like wondering if they would do anything in korea or like talk to anyone in korea about you know creative names or creative projects feel free to contact me anywhere banger line guys yeah. or or don't or just email <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> Um, we have this 
normal thing of communication called email or shot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Till next time, this is where many hats presented by Dasar and I'm Rashad. Peace. Peace.